and Blake will get into football and whatever else comes our way. But baseball team last night, low-scoring game, home run late by the Dugas kid, 3 nothing win at Texas. Welcome to the SEC, Texas. Now they're 0-4. Yep. 0-4. I, I mean, at some point you've got to win some of these games. And, Bill, let's be honest. All right, let's have a serious conversation for just a minute. I, we always talk about Texas. We talk about Sark. Sark's never won 10 games in football. We talk about what they've done in baseball field. They continuously get beat, uh, beat down by the SEC, even in a close game. They don't find ways to win. They get beat by Tennessee in basketball in the Big 12 SEC Classic. And, and yet they think in their fan base and their media comes in here and acts like that they're going to run things in the SEC. Newsflash. I'm just telling you, at some point, Bill, they got to win a game. You know, the argument's been when we, on our show, when we go around the SEC and Texas fans get into our show, they're like, we only lost by a point to Alabama. Well, they had 17 penalties or 15 penalties for 100, I think 100 plus yards. Okay, they didn't play good. They played sloppy, and you still lost. So you want to you want a cookie for a moral win? Bill, last night was another evidence that I just don't know if Texas and Oklahoma is ready to come in the SEC. I'm going to get ripped on saying that, but someone's going to have to provide me proof that they have succeeded against the SEC substantially over the last five years. Bill, the whole offseason, you know what it's filled with? Who are the blue bloods of the sport? Blue, being a blue blood does not matter when the ball is teed off or, or when the ball is kicked off. It doesn't matter. So, look, I, I, I'm not a fan of Texas, but don't put, don't put Joe Burrow's daddy and mama in the nosebleed next time. <laughs> Johnny Vegas, ask Blake about Saturday starter Riley Cooper. Is he going to continue yeah. to start or is he going to go back to the bullpen is the question. I, I think he'll get at least one more star, Bill. Uh, just based off of what we know about Jay and how Jay deals with things, Jay's not going to overreact to a bad start. I mean, Satcher Hurd, the guy who pitched against Texas last night, he went up against Southern in his first start, and Bill got absolutely rocked. So he uh, had an 18 ERA, I think gave up seven hits and, and two and a third inning. So, I, I mean, he's not going to overreact to that. Now, the kid that I think now that everybody has talked about and wants to see is the kid last night that came in in relief, and that's Nate Ackenhausen. He went 8-1 and one last year at Eastern Oklahoma, uh, the junior college, and he had a 1.68 ERA. So if, if Jay still wants a lefty in that rotation, Nate Ackenhausen, the kid you saw last night, Bill retired nine straight batters and the 10th batter, with that little, you know, bunt single that Trey Morgan show let roll foul. So I, I think if there's a chance that he – I think he starts Saturday, but I think that there's a chance that he gets blocked for Nate Ackenhausen because Jay wants a lefty uh, in, that, in that rotation. Christian Little's been pretty good, right? Vanderbilt transfer? Fantastic. Bill, that cutter, his cutter is insane. It's insane. There's no reason why he should be throwing an – I'm not saying he's Mariano Rivera. Don't get it twisted. Bill, that cutter is. Bill, uh, ben McDonald talked about how, you know, they do the analytical stats, the data-driven stuff. So last weekend or last week when he pitched, 
his cutter moved nine inches. Okay, just just for everybody to know. Okay, the plate is eighteen inches. Okay, so he can throw a cutter in the middle of the plate, down and in, in, in the middle, and it's gonna hit. It's gonna paint the corner. Fantastic, Bill. He's been so good. I think he's given up eight hits in three appearances. And I think he's got around eight or nine innings now total. So he's been pretty lights out. One other note. Now, I haven't seen every inning. Tommy Tanks hasn't really uncorked yet, right? Or has he? No, but last night he kind of yeah. – <laughs> last night he started coming with it. Uh, had some really good at-bats. Had a walk, a strikeout, and then the ultimate double. Um, but, no, he hasn't been uncorked yet, no. He's still in a little bit of pain, you can kind of tell. I think he's trying to battle through it. Um, but, no, but, Bill, when you watch him in BP, I think it's only a matter of time. When you watch him take BP, I mean, it's, it, it's like you're watching a dude that's, you know, that's playing for the Yankees right now. You know, I mean, I, I think you'll get it going. You just need a little bit of time. Blake Rafino with us. All right, to football and some new additions to the staff. Talk about that and then talk about how is it being received by the fans. Um, from a, let me – I'll answer that later question first, Bill. I don't think the fans necessarily know. I, I think that they were just – they were glad to be moving on from a special teams role from uh, Bill Pol- uh, from Brian Polian, uh, Bill, it was really bad special teams wise last year. Now, uh, and now that you change this ruling where analysts can be on not on the field, but during a game, but during practice they can be coaching. You bring in Bob Dieco, DC at Notre Dame, head coach at UConn. I, I mean, Notre Dame fans know him pretty well, and then John Jantic, who is at Tennessee. So, I mean, Bill, you're bringing in two guys to, to cover that part of special teams. Bill, can they get any worse? They were de- de- Bill, how about this? They were second to worst in special teams last year. Second to last. They were the last in the SEC, second to last in the country, and they still won 10 games. I just don't know, Bill, if John Jancic and Bob Diego is going to be worse than what Brian Polian put on the field. Okay, now you get in a situation where how do you how where what why or how are you going to recruit in that specific position? Well, Polian's still in the building, so he's going to technically be let's call him what he is. He's an assistant to the to the head coach. He's there with Kelly. So I know that those two guys have had rough pasts, but Bill, I think that people got to understand that how bad Polian was last year. It was bad. Like, he should have – he wasn't going to fire him. You know how he wasn't going to fire him. He should have he, – he interviewed three times. I'll say this now, and this has already been confirmed to us. He interviewed three times to take over the Grand Valley State head coaching job. He looked one other place. He got interviewed by somebody in the NFL, I think maybe the Colts, <clears throat> in reference to, like, a special teams guy. But – Billy, I mean, nobody hired him. So, I like the role that Polian's in. Bill, he's done it. You've got to give him credit for this, though. Polian's done a fantastic job at identifying dudes in the portal and roster management. I, you've got to give him that. And I know that his dad kind of was in that role before. 
but he's really done good. Look at LSU's portal class, the number one in the country from the transfer portal. And so, I mean, you've got guys, Bill, like Denver Harris, who was a five-star corner, who now is we're getting into camp in two weeks. I, I mean, everybody's raving about, on how he looks. And I've told people about Zy Alexander from Southeastern. I, I think he's just done so good at that area that it makes this – It just I feel like it makes LSU better, even though – Jancic and Diego might not have been people like, oh, look, that's a great hire. But I just think it's better from a special teams perspective. Blake Rafino with us each and every Wednesday. I won't ruin this conversation with basketball. Is that okay? Please, God, no. Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Bill, Bill, we've moved on. Well, let me back up. Let me back up. Bill, I'll give Kim Mulkey this. They broke a PMAC record. So the Pete Maravich Assembly Center, that's where LSU plays basketball. They broke an attendance record. She's rocking and rolling. Okay? So, (laughs) Bill, she's got more support. And who's going to tell her no? Bill, I know this for a fact, too. She went to a booster. (laughs) She went to, like, a couple of boosters. They had a fundraiser. And people said that she stood at the front at front door when people were exiting, giving them the Kim Mulkey stare if they didn't donate to the women's basketball program. She's more – Bill, she is every penny that she is – like you spend on her, she's bringing back and, and some. Bill, here, here's, a, here's a crazy thing for you. How many women's basketball teams are profitable? Because they're about to be. They're legitimately – they're selling out women's basketball games. So, everybody, you know, when, when LSU ever hires a coach, just remember this. The only – and people talk about culture. The only thing this state will cares about is winning. If you win, they will come. That's just the facts. But, I mean, she's doing good. She's doing really good. Anything going on in recruiting? Now, I did see, and I don't know how attractive this player is. There's a big six-seven lineman from Maryland who had listed Louisville, Notre Dame. Matter of fact, Notre Dame canceled his visit. And I saw LSU. He's supposed to be a guard, but he's awfully tall to be a guard, 6'7", 310". Is there anything going on with LSU with that kid? I don't really know him much. I know he started a bunch. Um. No, Bill. Other than getting getting, the, getting their eyes on him, no. Uh-uh. If it if it's the same kid I'm thinking about, Bill, I, I don't mean this rude to that young man. I I, I really don't. I really I don't want to say. I, you know, I, I just don't know enough about him and his right. recruitment because Bill, it's never come up in conversations with the guys that I talk to. But now I will tell you. So Louisiana. I, I, Louisiana has to, uh, or LSU in the state of Louisiana is going to have to go outside the state to get O-linemen. I think there's a kid in Massachusetts. There's a Blake Fisher kid out in Texas. Bill, Bill, the guys that they're recruiting, here's the crazy thing. The guys that they're recruiting along the offensive line that are not from the state of Louisiana, it's Notre Dame's offensive line. Okay? Bill, height, weight, body type. So, we'll see. Tell everybody how they get your content. SEC Show, Rufino Joe Show, at 8 tonight, and then AYS at 7, AYS Sports on YouTube. See you next week, man. Thanks, Go Go Tigers. Charles Arbuckle 
when we continue. Wednesday